يا بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم نحمده ونصلي على رسوله الكريم أما بعد we express our praise and gratitude to Allah Taala we seek blessings on the Prophet peace be upon him and the floor is yours. So today I'll be talking about ayat um, 89 to 98. Um, so in these ayat there's the finishing up of the focus on Bulqarnain um, and his travels. And so in these ayat, um, it talks about him reaching where the sun rises. And then it also talks about the beginning of the story of Yatjuj and Matjuj. And basically the, the barrier that Bulqarnain was um, asked to construct. So a little bit of background on Yatjuj and Matjuj. They were um, a group of people living in between two mountains uh, in the northern region. And they were causing mischief for others who lived around the same area. So when the Qarnain uh, came to that area, um, these other people asked him to build a barrier between them and the Yatjuj and Matjuj to basically keep them away and keep them safe. And these people said that they would give a compensation um, for the Qarnain to do this. So the Qarnain agreed and um, he asked those people to bring him iron and copper. Um, so he first used iron to close the gap between the mountains and then he poured the copper on top to make that structure very sound. And so um, the Yatjuj and Matjuj, after the creation of that wall, they weren't able to climb over it or make a hole through it. Um, so there's a lot more uh, about Yatjuj and Matjuj and other places in the Quran, as well as in um, Sunnah and Hadith. Uh, some Hadith talk about Yatjuj and Matjuj being the progeny of Nuh salam. And also in the Quran, it says, which means that they came from those who survived the flood. So um, other hadith talk about how the Yajuj Matjuj will break through the wall um, after the coming of the Dajjal and the coming of Isa And then after this, and his believers will take refuge on Mount Tur and others will, or other believers will take refuge in other places. And then um, after this, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will send an epidemic to basically annihilate all of the Yajuj and Matjuj. And then birds will clear up the corpses. And after that, the rain will wash away um, anything remaining. And after this, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will um, order the earth to grow fruits and vegetation. Um, and then this um, era of abundance will last for about 40 years. And then after these 40 years, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will send a wind and all of the believers will pass away, leaving only the disbelievers on earth. Another hadith um, talks about um, the Yajuj and Matjuj and how they will, um, after tearing down the wall, they will. Um, basically cause mischief all over the world. And then they will stand on Jabal al-Khamar, which is um, a mountain in the region of Bayt al-Maqdis. And they will have claimed to uh, have killed all of humanity. And then they will also say that they will kill anyone and everyone in the skies. So then they will all shoot their arrows towards the sky. And then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will return those arrows um, with blood smeared on them to fool them into thinking that they killed everyone on earth as well as in the sky. Another hadith talks about um, 
how numerous the Yajuj and Majuj are. So um, this hadith says that uh, 999 out of 1,000 people will enter the hellfire, but um, 9 out of 10 uh, people are from uh, Yajuj and Majuj. So this just highlights how um, numerous they are compared to the rest of mankind. Um, another hadith talks about um, how during the Prophet time, he received a wahi that uh, the Yajuj and Majuj were able to create a hole in the wall. And um, the Prophet describes this hole by um, closing his thumb and his index finger to indicate the size of the hole. So um, other hadith talk about the daily attempts of Yajuj and Majuj to dig through the wall. And um, after every day, they will go to sleep and then they will wake up and see that the wall um, is back the way that it was before. And this is because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will uh, re-strengthen the wall every, every day. And this will happen until the time when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala intends to release them. And at this point, they will say, if Allah wills, we will go across tomorrow. And so the next day, they will find the wall um, will be as it was um, the day before when they were digging it. And so they will be able to um, dig through it and... Uh, go up to the other side. Um, there are three um, miracles that are um, sort of in these hadith about the Yajuj and Majuj. Um, the first thing is that they didn't think to, or they won't think to dig in shifts. So while some are sleeping at night, others could uh, continue digging and then they could take turns doing that, but um, they, they won't think of this. Um, another thing is that um, the Yajuj and Majuj are uh, farmers, so they have all sorts of tools and instruments that they, they could potentially use to um, scale over the wall, but they will not think of this, and they haven't thought of it yet. Um, a third thing is saying, inshallah. And every night they, um, they go to sleep with the certain amount of progress that they've made, but they never say inshallah, and so the next day, it goes back to um, being a complete wall. So um, from these hadith, there are a few things that we know for sure about Yajuj and Majuj. Uh, the first thing is that they are human beings and they are descendants of Nuh and then um, nine out of 10 of every human being is Yajuj and Majuj. Um, they will be trapped uh, where they are till the day of judgment time comes near. So basically when Isa um, arrives, um, when they are released, they will um, seem to be sliding down the mountain and then they will be a danger to all in their path and they will um, drain resources and lakes. Um, and then another thing is that the dua, dua of Isa will... Um, destroy them and then also Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will uh, in response to the dua will dispose of the bodies and um, command rain to fall to um, basically take away any remnants of them and then after their coming there will be um, 40 years of peace and abundance and we also know that there is already a hole in the wall um, and this was uh, found out during the time of the Prophet And another thing that we know is that um, they will only be able to 
um, cause harm for a few days. It won't be um, for a long period of time. Um, a lot of scholars debate about who they are and where they're located. Um, there are a lot of different theories out there, um, but none of them are completely um, true or accurate. Um, some scholars believe that they could have been the Turks um, and the Mongols, and um, some believe that they are um, modern Russia and China. And then there's also theories about where the wall is. So um, there's five potential walls that um, this particular wall could be referring to, but there's no real, um, there's no, we don't know for sure. Um, and then something we also don't know is if the wall will remain intact till Qiyamah or if it will be, be destroyed sooner, but the Ya'juj and Ma'juj will take over uh, closer to um, the day of Qiyamah. Okay, very good, Mashallah. So, <clears throat> especially regarding the, the, the last points, like you mentioned, there's all kinds of theories of who they are. Even when the Islamic calendar, do you know what year we are right now? I'd be impressed if you know. Um, is it 1442? So, so when the Islamic calendar was in the 990s, so a little bit less than 500 years ago, there was concern that we were at the end of the world. And one reason is, is just because of the calendar. But even prior to that, um, about 800 years ago, there was the onslaught from one direction by the Mongols and from the other direction by the Crusaders. And at that point, people literally thought that the Muslim world is going to get completely wiped out, if not from one side, then from the other. And, and it's almost fair to say that the Arab world never truly recovered from the Mongol onslaught. So Arab civilization, Muslim civilization, based in Baghdad, was essentially the high point of civilization in the world at its time. Then the Mongols came along and wiped everything out. Meanwhile, Spain is still is still blowing, blowing and flourishing and going through different governments and stuff. Uh, but that was even another time people thought, okay, that must be Yajuj and Majuj. And, and so there'll be many, many theories even now until they actually arrive. Uh, another point to consider is, uh, how do you know they're not here already? You know, just like, how do you know Isa salam is not already here? And the big battle uh, with, with Al-Masih uh, al-Dajjal uh, might already be happening. If we look at all the chaos, for example, in Syria and such, because mm -hmm. uh, it's not like you're going to be able to identify Isa alayhi salam in a crowd of people. And, and so maybe it's happening right now. You know, Allah knows best. And if it's not supposed to happen for another 100 years or 500 years or 1,000 years, then the scary part is, okay, how much worse can the world get? And still, to be fair, most of the world is still in a place of stability, right? Syria mm -hmm. is, is, is a big colossal mess, and a couple of other regions are. Uh, but most of the world still seems to have some, some stability, even if it seems like it's teetering on the brink of instability, mm -hmm. things are still quiet. Um, obviously it's not suburban America level quiet, you know, but could be that it's still far away, but yeah, these are all, all big questions. Uh, what's the benefit, if anything, of knowing these prophecies? What do you think? Because the um, prophet peace of God and taught these prophecies, so obviously they're important to know. 
I guess if, if it does happen in our lifetime, we're sort of prepared for what's happening and not freaking out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is not only did he say, here's what's going to happen, this is going to happen, this is going to happen, but he also gave protections, right. like reading the surah on Fridays and such. Um, so, yeah. And, and there's also this overall timeline of human history, starting from pre-eternity, where Allah Ta'ala is rounding all of us up, um, and then saying, am I not your Lord? Eventually, history in terms of dunya, Adam and Eve, peace be upon them, the period of the prophets, peace be upon them, and then other periods until the final periods. And so, so he's also just giving us like the whole arc of the period of dunya until the day of judgment as well. And this is part of that as well. Okay. Any other questions, thoughts, reflections about any of this? Um, think so okay very good and then how much more do we have we have what, like one ruku left or what yeah about 12 maybe 12 ayat okay okay very good uh then we will do those for next time so um,